Let's call this meeting to order. So, in my view, the two most important things that we do as school boards are first, to hire the superintendent, and secondly, to evaluate the superintendent. The board uh, should be in agreement about why they are evaluating the superintendent. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the President's Gavel, a podcast developed for school board members here in New York State focused on governing the board. I am your host, Darcy Dercoli, Director of Leadership Development here at the New York State School Board Association. And we would love to hear what's on your mind. So please send any questions you might have to the President's Gavel at nisba.org. Well, the topic for my program today is the superintendent evaluation. And why might you ask, should we have this particular topic going today? Well, it is just the beginning of the school year, and people are beginning to talk about how will we evaluate the superintendent, what tool might we use, what kind of a process should we have. And this, in fact, is a very good time to begin that conversation because we do say it should be a year-round conversation. And so we want to begin this process of conversation with you so that you might also begin the process of a conversation with your board and superintendent. Now, the NISBA superintendent evaluation tool can be found on our website at nisba.org under the member services tab. And there is one thing I do want to point out to you in the instrument. On page three, you'll see that we have some best practices for your process under how to use this model. And the best practices for a good process should never be understated. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in my interview here with a couple of guest speakers in just a minute. But I also want you to know that we often have this conversation about the superintendent evaluation process in a board retreat. And that's an important time to really unfold the process and get really clear on how you and your superintendent are going to agree on how to do this. But if you just have a few questions, uh, please don't hesitate to call me or email me. I'd be happy to help you out as much as I can. But I want to get to our program. I have two very special guest speakers with me. I'm very excited to have you hear what they have to say. So we have board president and 27-year board member, Dr. Frank Cicceri, with us today and Superintendent Dr. Constance Evelyn. Both are from the Valley Stream 13 Union Free School District on Long Island. And I'd like to begin by asking Frank to introduce himself. Sure, be glad to. Let me start, first of all, by uh, uh, thanking you for the opportunity, Darcy. And also, I want to thank you for the support that you have uh, provided uh, our school district as well as so many other school districts. It's nice to know that there's some place that a board president uh, can turn uh, when that person uh, uh, needs some uh, professional development, him or herself. So oh, thank you. Thank you and your development team for that. Uh, I'm Frank Chichiri, and I am the president of the Valley Stream Union Free School District 13 uh, in Valley Stream, New York. Valley Stream is a central high school district. There are three in New York State, of which we are one. Uh, we are f- four component districts. We are three elementary districts, and we feed into one central high school district. 
And so, Dr. Evelyn, welcome to the podcast. Please uh, introduce yourself to us. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Darcy, for having us. Uh, my name is Dr. Constance Evelyn. I'm in my fifth year uh, serving as the superintendent of schools for Valley Stream Union Free School District 13. Uh, as Dr. Chaiteri mentioned, it's a beautiful community. Uh, we are the gateway community in Long Island from Queens, New York. Uh, we're a sweet little K-6 district serving about 2,200 students and, and very rich with diversity uh, when you look at our demographics. And so I'm happy to be uh, with, with both of you today. Thank you so much. And um, part of what prompted this topic for today's podcast is our discussion that we had a, about your new book, Dr. Evelyn, called Evaluating the Superintendent, the Process of Collaborative Compromises and Critical Considerations. And you wrote this book with Dr. Jowett Powers, and we're very thankful to, to both of you. And throughout my uh, tenure also here at NISBA, the superintendent evaluation has been an important topic for us to help board members do well and do right to support the superintendent. And it, and it is a very important part of the work that they do. And so, Frank, I wanted to ask you as a longstanding board member and board president, what you think are the most important elements of this work of evaluating the superintendent? Sure. So in my view, the two most important things that we do as school boards are first, to hire the superintendent, and secondly, to evaluate the superintendent. I've always viewed the evaluation of the superintendent, A, as a professional development opportunity for the board president and for the superintendent, and secondly, the creation of a roadmap in terms of where the board and the superintendent together, jointly, cooperatively, would like to see the district in the next one, three, and five years, because not only is this an evaluation of the superintendent's work, it is in some sense an evaluation of the board's work, and the evaluation of the superintendent, in my view, should lead to uh, budget implications uh, in terms of how we're going to finance uh, where we would like to see the district uh, down the road. So to me, the, uh, the uh, evaluation of the superintendent and the way we go about doing that is a critical element of the work we do as board members. Right. And one of the things you shared with me earlier was, you know, there should be no surprises in this process. Is that right? You know, that's, that I, I firmly believe there should never be a surprise in the, uh, in the superintendent's evaluation. Uh, if, if a board is doing its homework and has done a, uh, had a mid-year conversation, whether that's the formal artifact or a conversation uh, with the superintendent over lunch or in the district office, uh, there should be no surprises. Uh, there are goals and uh, objectives that are laid out in the uh, evaluation artifact. And so the superintendent shouldn't open uh, the evaluation and read that uh, she should be more uh, visible, more present, uh, that the board would like to see an increase of 25% mm -hmm. uh, in test scores, right? Right. So all of this conversation needs to take place long before the final artifact is developed. So, right. Right. Number one, no surprises. Right. And Dr. Evelyn, you know, share with us a little bit about, you know, I'm sure you've, you've learned a lot about um, 
this whole process through your own experience as well as through writing the book. Can you share with us what you think are the most important elements in the superintendent evaluation process? Absolutely. I uh, believe, along with Dr. Powers, uh, that one of the things that's uh, primary in terms of the superintendent's evaluation is finding common ground uh, in terms of a, a of a governance team. So making sure that uh, there's a shared um, perspective around the philosophy that undergirds the superintendent's evaluation process. In other words, the board uh, should be in agreement about why they are evaluating the superintendent. What is the purpose? Uh, because as I've said in the past, uh, where it starts is where it ends. And so if there's a sh common ground, a shared understanding about why uh, you're engaged in the evaluation process of the highest officer in the district, um, you have a better chance of ending up with an evidence-based um, objective document. Right, absolutely. That, that whole piece around um, the process that you and I talked about a little bit earlier where we were saying um, there are some gaps in board members um, coming together around understanding the process and the important pieces. One is that very first question of why are we evaluating, um, but also understanding the process before we actually get started in the process. Can you tell me a little bit more about that important question of why, the philosophy of why, where you start is where you end? I think that's a great little metaphor. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Sure. Uh, so. Um there should be some um, guiding documents that help the board understand the overarching um, goals of the district and their shared beliefs, vision, and mission statement. For us in Valley Stream 13, we reviewed those in a board retreat, and we developed the strategic plan. Um, and from those documents, um, I was able to work with the board to align my statement of professional goals um, because alignment is, is critical. And so after we reviewed all of those things, um, we, we had a plan in place before the start of the school year. And every August, uh, we have a plan in place and a statement of professional goals from the superintendent that the board um, reviews and provides feedback around. And so that is our starting place. And then as part of the process, um, we use several communication mechanisms to make sure that um, all the board members are informed about this statement of professional goals when um, the mid-year um, uh, evaluation meeting will occur. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's a critical piece in terms of the process, that there be a mid-year check-in with the board president and the full board and superintendent so that um, everyone is in agreement in terms of the, the progress that's being made and that we're still headed in the same direction because things can change uh, as the years as the year moves forward um, and then also ensuring that there's enough time at the end of the year so you may begin this at the beginning of May where uh, Dr. Chai as the board president would sit down with the superintendent and review uh, the final evaluation meeting notes uh, so that again uh, there's uh, this collaboration as part of the process uh, and we, we in Valley Stream really focus on the process. Um, and we focus on the tool as well because the tool is important that it be objective and research-based. Um, uh, but the process for us is primary. 
Right, right. And I think that is one of the things I've become uh, enlightened about in terms of the process. Uh, as I've been out in the field working with school districts across the state and doing some training on the superintendent evaluation, I too have come to realize that the process is critically important. The agreements about the process, uh, what data pieces might be part of this process, will the superintendent do their own self-evaluation, will there be a mid-year checkpoint where you check in, uh, what is the timeline, when do you start, when do you end, um, making sure that there is a uh, procedures or instrument that's intended to be used, filed in the district clerk's office by September 10th as the law requires, um, so that if anybody were to FOIL or want to know how the superintendent evaluation is being conducted, uh, that would be readily available to any community member. So there are a number of different pieces of the process that are important, and um, it's, it's, it's one of the more complex processes I think we have out there in terms of um, oversight responsibilities for the Board of Education. And I, as we um, now come to a close for our podcast today, I know there's many more things we could say about the superintendent's evalu- evaluation. I wanted to ask uh, both Frank and Dr. Evelyn, what advice would you have for uh, other board presidents or board members to complete a successful evaluation. If there was one uh, nugget kernel of truth you had to leave with uh, our audience members today, what piece of advice might you give them? Any thoughts, Frank? Sure. So the research on success in the workplace is all about building relationships. And the board president really needs to focus on that in managing his or her relationship with the superintendent. Dr. Evelyn said something critically important before when she talked about evidence-based evaluations. So from my perspective, if if I could share one important thing, it would be to build that strong relationship uh, with the superintendent. And by doing it via difficult conversations, um, sometimes they're not easy. Uh, but they always need to be frank, and they always need to be honest. They always need to be transparent. And the only agenda should be the one that has been mutually developed. Right. Thank you. And Dr. Evelyn, any parting advice for our board members out there listening? Uh, Yes, thank you. I would say that um, when you are engaged in best practice around the superintendent's evaluation, Uh, the outcomes will be exponential, exponentially positive for both the board and the district. One is that you will see that the superintendent's evaluation will grow the superintendent's capacity to lead the district overall, and it will also grow the board's ability as a governance team to ensure that they uh, can direct and support the um, success levels of district goals. So there's a one-to-one nexus between the superintendent's evaluation process and meeting district goals. Excellent point. Thank you so much for that. Agreed. And um, so thank you both for being on our podcast today. I want to mention one more time um, 
Dr. Jarrett Powers and Dr. Constance Evelyn's new book, Evaluating the Superintendent, the Process of Collaborative Compromises and Critical Considerations, that is just out this past July, and you can find it on Amazon.com. Um, Feel free also to give us, uh, any one of us, a call if you have any questions regarding the superintendent evaluation. I'm sure all of us could um, answer your questions for you or help provide you some resources if we can't. Also, we want to give a, a big reminder to the convention coming up this October, October 24th through the 26th in Rochester. And you'll find a couple of s educational sessions out there regarding the same topic. Um, we'll be doing an educational session on Saturday morning, conducting fair and unbiased superintendent evaluations with myself. And uh, Frank, you're doing a educational session calling, called Shared Leadership, the School Board and Superintendent Partnership as well on Saturday morning. Great, excellent. Once again, I want to thank our board president, Dr. Frank Ciceri, and superintendent Dr. Constance Evelyn, both from the Valley Stream 13 Union Free School District. Thank you for listening, and this meeting is now adjourned.